Hello everybody, welcome back to Naturally Blonde, episode 21. It's me, Corey, and it's time for the fall edition of the podcast. Super excited. As always, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it more than you could ever know. Um, No, but seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. So I wanted to talk about my experience at Indiana Beach over uh, a couple weeks ago. It was the Hops and Drops event. It was the first annual one where they basically closed down the park and only let adults in and then they gave us unlimited free samples. What could go wrong, right? I mean, nothing, right? (laughs) Sounds like a perfect plan. But so I'm going to talk about that a little bit and then I'm going to talk about my favorite fall activities and what I'm looking forward to most this fall 2021. All right, without further ado, let's get started. So I bought these tickets for the Hops and Drops event back in April. I didn't know what was going to go on. I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds like a good time. And mind you, I haven't been to Indiana Beach since I was a kid. So we used to go every year. I think a lot of people in Indiana did, you know, with their parents when they were younger. But I haven't been since I was a kid because I'm not going to lie. We go to Six Flags instead. And recently, you know, everyone has jobs. No one can get the same day off kind of thing. So I just never went back. I think the last time I was there was probably... I want to say, I want to say I was in like middle school. So really long time, but it was good to be back. It initially felt so weird because the first thing I thought was where are my parents? Because I mean, all the times that I've been there was with my parents. So it was weird walking around the park without my parents for the first time ever. And nonetheless with alcohol in my hand it was uh it was a great experience I didn't enjoy a lot of the breweries because they were like craft beers and that's not really my style but there were a few wineries that we saw and got samples from and then they had alcohol to purchase too so as far as like craft beers I'm not much of a craft beer drinker I'm really particular I like ciders and really 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 dark beers that's about it like stouts but they had to be like coffee stouts or like flavored something like that that's those are the only things i really drink as far as non like spirit um because like i drink you know liquor liquor but as far as like beer or something like that that's all i drink anyways so they didn't have a lot of ciders for me but you know they had some so that was cool and We got to ride all the rides just like we did when we were kids. The roller coaster that's been around since, what, 1993? I think the hurricane. Still operating. Still sketchy. Just because it's it's a wooden roller coaster. And those kind of sketch me out a little bit because it's so, uh, what's the word? Rickety. (laughs) Uh, It just, it has you like bouncing back and forth and everything and You know, I I like a smooth ride, so, or maybe that's just what I'm used to from going to Six Flags, but the Hurricane was actually my first roller coaster I ever rid, and we rode it again this time around, and it was, it was nice, like, oh yeah, this is my first experience on a roller coaster, but 
overall i had never seen so many people falling down drunk it was it was a good sight to see i will say i was not falling down drunk i wasn't drunk at all but you know seeing everyone else fall down because they were so drunk and like adults just like having the time of their life it was it was a good sight to see it was nice seeing all the adults ride the rides that usually children ride like we rode a couple rides like the music express things like that that mostly kids take up but you know there's a lot of you know adults that want to ride that and it was nice not having to like be surrounded by little kids screaming on the ride but just adults screaming on the ride because i was definitely screaming that ride made me very nauseous Uh uh-huh so it was good to be back i don't know if i would go back every year like i used to when i was a kid but it was nice for an adventure we rode the lost coaster which is a horrible ride and it's kind of hard to explain to people that don't go to indiana beach or have never been because basically it's like you're in this kind of like cart and there's netting above you so like nothing flies out or anything and it's like four seaters so you know two of you actually sit forward and the other two actually sit backwards so you i never like going backwards so i intentionally sat forward and i made these other poor people sit backwards and they had no idea and it was really on my diabolical plan to sit forward and you know screw someone else but um so you're in this cage right and then instead of going up like you normally do on a roller coaster you know like the you know going up the first part to the drop you actually lift it up on this this like lift and this ride's really old i think this ride i looked it up it was built in like 2001 so very old and you can't see where you're going because this ride is so rickety it's dark inside because you're it's kind of like an indoor slash outdoor thing so it's dark there's lights there's you know noise you can't see anything especially if you're going backwards just forget about seeing anything there's, it's not really like an intense one as far as drops, but it is intense on the fact that you are bouncing back and forth. That thing is so heavily padded that if you, if there weren't pads, I feel like there would be broken bones for sure. I wouldn't say it's for people with like medical conditions or something because it, it, it even gave me a headache afterwards. It's just so much back and forth and oh man, but it definitely feels old. I mean, the park itself feels like an old amusement park. It's nothing like Six Flags. And even though I'm not specifying what Six Flags, I'm talking about Six Flags Great America by um, Chicago. I'm pretty sure all Six Flags have that feel where you feel it's it's a newer park. You know, it, it doesn't feel like that at Indiana Beach. Indiana Beach is very old, kind of historic, like, you know, going across the bridge to get there because it's built on the lake. So going across the bridge to get there is even a little sketchy because it's really rickety and like you bounce and I mean, I think it's safe. I would say I feel safe on all the rides, but I would say that they're very old. So use caution because you probably will get a headache at some point from the rides and all the wooden rides, but we went on like the log ride and you know, every place has that, so... Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. I would probably go back for the Hops and Drops event next year, depending on when it is or if they're going to make any changes or anything. We'll see, because 
If they had more wineries, I would probably go back for sure. All in all, I think it was a good experience, and I'm glad I went. And it was a nice way to end the summer. Now that we're transitioning into fall, it's time to talk about fall things. So my favorite things that I'm looking forward to doing this year, and I literally cannot remember if I did them in 2020 or not because 2020 was such a blur that I don't really know what went on, but I'm really looking forward to going to the pumpkin patch. I know for sure I did not go to the pumpkin patch last year. We just bought pumpkins to to carve, but pumpkin patch and I really want to get some donuts. You know how like the you know pumpkin patches like have their own like donuts like the apple cider or pumpkin flavored. They're always so much better than store-bought. No matter, it doesn't matter what pumpkin patch you go to, they all taste amazing. But uh, every time I think about the pumpkin patch, it reminds me of the time I went apple picking in Georgia when I was visiting my friend in Georgia. We were up in the mountains and I have no idea what place we were at, so I can't give an accurate story, but we were up in the mountains and... We were at this apple orchard slash pumpkin farm, and I went around um, the end of August, so it wasn't really Halloween time yet, so people were still apple picking, but it was such a crazy experience being up in those mountains and just picking some apples, and then we went back to her house and uh, made homemade apple pie, and I had never made apple pie from scratch. I'm talking flour, not a crust. Like, I, I made the crust myself, and great experience. I probably wouldn't do it on the regular, but it was really nice to do something, like, simple like that, and because it makes her a great mem- memory, and now every time I think of an apple orchard or pumpkin patches all I think about is like oh the one in Georgia was way better because obviously we were up in the mountains and here where I live it's all flat but I do enjoy flat land I probably wouldn't live in the mountains because I did notice that when I was there I was kind of getting a little car sick every time we went into the mountains so wouldn't probably live in the mountains maybe by the mountains but definitely wouldn't go up mountains to get to my house (laughs) but Yeah, so Pumpkin Patch is something that I'm really looking forward to. I'm basically like, if you've ever seen Trey Kennedy's fall videos of like every white girl, every basic white girl during the fall, that's that's me. I mean, that's everybody. I mean, how could you not enjoy those things? So I love drinking tea in the fall. In winter, I don't really drink tea, like hot tea in the summertime because it is just too hot. To be honest, it's just not my type of thing. Just like I don't really drink hot coffee in the summertime. I do in the morning, like when I wake up, but not throughout the day. So now you can get, you know, hot coffees. And oh my gosh, my favorite coffee. It's around Christmas time. I know it's a little early to be thinking about it right now, but the caramel brulee latte from Starbucks is amazing. I spend so much money during the Christmas time at Starbucks because I go there. It's so good. And you know what? Their their nitro cold brews are really good too. So, but I try to stay away from Starbucks, and I'm been kind of opting more for Dunkin' because it is you know two dollars cheaper, and if you buy it every day, it kind of does make a difference. But 
I also have an iced coffee maker at home, so I might be able to make some fall iced coffees. I'm trying to find syrups right now to make iced coffees with, and I found that it's kind of difficult because no store really has syrups, and Amazon is actually overpricing them. I found one vanilla syrup that I got today at Target, and the same, it was $5, and the same one on Amazon is like, $10. I don't know why they're overpricing it so much, but I'm not paying $10 for syrup when I can just get it for $5 somewhere else. So I'm just kind of on the hunt for those to make, to be like a little barista at home so I don't have to spend as much money on iced coffee when all I get is a caramelized coffee. Um, it's nothing fancy. But, oh, can you imagine making nitro cold brew at home? Oh my god. I would probably die because... It's so caffeinated. I'd probably have too much caffeine and just die. Because it's so good. And, oh my god. The fact that, like, Starbucks... I don't know if everywhere does this, but Starbucks, you know, they do it without ice. So you're really getting just a straight coffee. And Oh my god, it's so amazing. Now that's all I can think about. And I already had coffee today. I had... Duncan, because I ran out of coffee creamer, so I couldn't even have it this morning. But I had Duncan. So, what was I talking about? Fall things. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to decorate a pumpkin this year. They're really messy, and not living with my mom, I realize that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really want to clean up this mess. Maybe if it's nice outside, I can do it outside. But, yeah, I don't. I don't see myself really decorating a pumpkin inside because it was that was too much. It was a lot of guts that I had to scoop out and you know they only give you the really like cheap cheapo like plastic stuff. I need the metal crap, but every time I'm ready to decorate a pumpkin and carve a pumpkin, they don't have any of the metal stuff. So maybe I should be proactive this year, but you know, probably not. I always I tend to procrastinate. I wouldn't say always. I tend to procrastinate. But that kind of just depends on what it is. If it's something related to acting, I don't procrastinate. But if it's something re related to doing the dishes or getting my laundry done, I will wait until the last minute to do that. It's just, you know, priorities, you know. Anyways, I'm going to wrap up this session. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you are enjoying your summer to fall transition. It's really hot here still, but I feel like it's coming soon. And it makes me a little upset, but I did go swimming into the beach this summer. I did have a decent summer, so I can't really complain. But soon it's just going to be brutally cold. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash someone to sing about. I think I also put it in the description. And my YouTube channel is coming soon. I'm still kind of trying to get at least you know, five or six idea videos going before I start filming. So I just don't film one video and never post again like I do on this podcast. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys later. See ya.